now listening to the Outsiders of Horror podcast. Welcome back to episode 14. We're going to talk about that uh, that old Suspiria versus that new, new 2018 shit. But uh, finally, we are joined by all the team with good microphones. So a round of applause for Christy right, off the, <laughs> right out of the gate. Yeah. Clap. That's right. Here we go. Speaking of clap, there's Faye. Ah. If, uh, if Brian sounds like he's in a cathedral, he's really not. He's actually uh, reporting live out of a fucking bathroom somewhere. And um, Christy's in an undisclosed location at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so how's it going? <laughs> going good. Right for that intro. Hello, everybody. Going good. Just trying to cure the clap, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't know how. You know, it, it might it not happen right away. I've tried, but apparently <laughs> cream don't work. Well, at least at least we know that the viewer and listeners can come to you for you know how to clean your piss jug advice and the tutorial on how to get rid of STDs. At least we at least they know that you're the guy to go to. Well, not the tutorial of STDs yet. I'm still figuring that out. But I'll eventually. But, I mean, uh, you're. You're 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 a, you're a warrior of the sex trade. So you know if if you got questions, if you got a, a certain sort of a burn or an itch or if something looks weird, contact Faye. Yeah, He'll be happy to yeah. look at some pictures. I'm the only guy that can get an STD without even having sex. <laughs> actually do that. But yet it still burns. So what do I know? <laughs> Anyways, enough for the sex ed talk. So it's been, it's been uh, I feel like it's been a sort of a long week. What has everyone been up to? I, I, like we all live in different parts of the fucking world. So what's up? Uh, hot, sticky. I've, yeah, I've, I've hated my job this week. Uh, so yeah, life's great. Happy to happy to be here with my homies. Awesome. Well, thank you for the weather update. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back to you, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> It's cold. <laughs> String, what's what's going on? You you fucking you collecting your extra bucks? Like what what's what's new? Uh just a lot of crap going on. Um legally, I cannot even divulge. So um but no, um just work and uh chilling out, going to see some movies, whatnot, trying to catch up with theaters. Awesome. Well, you know, I'm going to read between the lines, and this sounds like a silent cry for help because it sounds like you're about to fucking kill yourself. So we're, uh, we'll talk about that later on the podcast. But uh, how about you, Christy? How's it going? <laughs> it's going pretty good. I am in an undisclosed place doing stuff that we will all find out about later. Undisclosed things, <laughs> undercovers. Yes. Yes. But, you know, this this woman's like the international woman of mystery. You know, there's so many secrets. <laughs> It's why your hair's so big. It just has it's so full of secrets. Yeah, well, everybody will find out later, and all has to do with nightmare toys. So, all good stuff. Maybe, maybe, maybe good, maybe bad. You never know. It'll be good. 
two sides to the coin. You, you, you don't know that. You can't foresee the future. You don't know shit. <laughs> okay, now. <laughs> totally positive. That's right. Here. All you can do is, you know, hold on for one more day. Did you still find go only positive here? Yeah. doesn't know positive. I know. <laughs> Besides HIV, that's the only thing he knows. You know, it's it's episode 14. You know, I, I feel like I've grown. I've grown a lot. You know, You're up to like I used four to foot talk, five now. <laughs> I mean that too, but I mean you know, like a, as a person, I mean I used to talk about stillborns, aborted babies, you know, and things like that. But I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm a changed man. It's it's no longer going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And you can now see on, the I will be I will be the positive voice of the outside as a whore. Shit. Why don't I believe you? Damn, because I don't believe myself. You know, you know how you get rid of a kid? You just fucking stick a coat hanger up your girl. Hey, so how's it going, guys? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. uh. Yep, we just went there. <laughs> yep, bazinga. <laughs> Good segue for news, right? That's right. Everyone's favorite right. portion of the podcast. Do, 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 do. News. All right. Well, if we're doing this, if we're doing this right. Give me one moment here. Hey, I'm doing this right. You're not even fucking prepared. <laughs> oh. We say goodbye to NECA with Friday the 13th. Oh. The lawsuit has shut them down. Yep. Read that this morning. They have become the latest casualty in this ever-going lawsuit. So the last figure will be the part five. So this is gonna be worth some scrilla. Yeah, oh. like that. That that is it. Video game got shut down. I think completely now. Um, yeah, this lawsuit's a real pain in the ass. What can I sell toys? And I didn't know that. Although I really haven't been on social media too much this week, though, because I've been busy. But that's crazy. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, I mean, normally I don't give a shit about the news, but I actually read I read this article today, and I was like, "Wow, wow that sucks." <laughs> yep. I mean, what, sucks for people collect that, you know, Friday the Thirteenth, but I don't. So, sucks for you. <laughs> yeah. No. Like I've been waiting this entire time for the Manhattan and Jason X figures, and now it's a possibility I'm not even going to fucking get them. It's <laughs> pain in the ass. Oh, that sucks. Well, the next one coming out is the Freddy vs. Jason Jason, and then the Roy's will come out soon here. Shortly. Uh, people, I guess, are already getting the Roy's. Oh, are they? Or, yeah, a lot of people have been posting photos of them oh. that they've been getting them in the mail. Um, actually, I don't even know if the Freddy vs. Jason ones are going to be released now because of the lawsuit. They said I anything that anything was the tag Friday Thirteenth is going to be you know under fucking under, yeah. under siege. <laughs> I, I think they said that anything that was completed production wise would be released, but anything other than that won't be released. So anything midway is getting the axe for right now. Well, I've seen them show the um, packaging for the Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, um, but I don't think they put them in mass production yet, so that's kind of where it hinders. Is so, Sean Cunningham the one to blame for all this? Yes, he is. Okay, well, fuck off then. Yes, Victor Miller has actually 
like actually wants to work with him. Um, Sean is just being a complete dick and wants the rights all to himself. And that's essentially what's the issue with everything. Huh. Things could change. We'll see. I, I like right that. now, it's a shitstorm. You, uh, you guys know how uh, last week I brought up the uh, the Takashi Miike movie imprint? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Billy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to give a want to get a little R.I.P. to Billy Drago, who uh, who was the main guy of Imprint. Died. Uh, he was the Hollywood bad guy. He died about a uh, about a day ago at the age of seventy three. So, Hollywood cinema, I salute you, sir. Yeah. I was. Uh, I always remember him from Untouchables. Yeah. He's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. He did a lot in the genre, too, if I remember. Like, whether yeah, it's he was TV shows. To, yeah, he did a bunch of shit. Yeah, because I think he was on Supernatural a couple episodes and some other horror show. So, yeah, it seems like 2019 is going to be the rough year to where all these people are now passing away for whatever reasons. Well, let's not talk about movies that we don't want people to die from, because apparently that's what happens. He was in Charmed. He was in a few episodes of Charmed. I remember that. Like the original Charmed? or the... Yeah, the original, yeah. The good <laughs> the one. one. You were a big fan of that, weren't you, Farmer? Of course I was, yeah. I mean, hey, Alyssa Milano. I mean, that, Buffy, Blum. Angel. I was more of an Angel guy, you know what I mean? Angel was better than Buffy, I'd say. You shut your mouth. I will not. I refuse. Farmer will never shut his mouth, so don't even tell him to do that. What uh, what show did you say Billy Drago was on? Uh, I believe he showed up in a couple episodes of Supernatural. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he did. He did. Poor guy. All right. Well, moving on to the other <laughs> new stuff. Um, I was at we. We were talking about um, the screen, how you know, <sighs> someone should pick it up. Oh, my God. Well, it turns out season three of Scream is finally being released by VH1, uh, June 8th or July 8th. So it's going to, apparently, it's only six episodes. So I don't know why the fuck Netflix huh. didn't just put them out to begin with. And it's on VH1, which I didn't even know still existed. Wow. I, didn't, I don't even know I'll, that happened. I'll tell you why it. they didn't put it out. Because if you saw that trailer, it's a fucking dumpster fire. And it doesn't belong in VH1. That fucking spinoff, season three, which really should just be a season one, should be on BET. Because that's what it's catered to. Well, <laughs> I ha I have not watched the trailer. All I saw was that they went back to the ghost face mask. And yeah, well, that... Um, What's his name? Roger. Yeah, he's he, yeah, yeah he's coming Roger, back. Uh, Jackson, to, please. Yeah, yeah, he's coming back to do the voice. But um, yeah, so I guess they're airing it July eighth through the tenth, and it's going to be two hours every night. The uh, so the back producer of that show, of the show is uh, Queen Latifah. Uh, it says a whole lot. Yeah, maybe it should have gone on BET. Yep. So I, I'm not even going to watch it. I love Scream. Huge fucking Scream fan. But well, that, that, I'm gonna say it's going in the dumpster fire. It's it's a dumpster fire. That sucks because you bring back the actual ghost face, you bring back the voice, 
and then yet you're still going to fuck it up. Yeah. But on a VH1, yeah. six episodes. Yeah. I mean, come on now. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't even know if I get the H1. Um, it looked like it looked like straight out of Compton meets Scream. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's always appetizing. <laughs> I mean, straight out of Compton was great, but I don't know. And mix up a Scream. Crazy motherfucker's name, Ghostface. That, um, did you see that Paul Rudd joined Ghostbusters 2020? Hell yeah, I did. Yeah. Fellow Kansan. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it kind of makes me wonder if the other, like, because his name came up a long time ago before they even did the female Ghostbusters. So now it makes me wonder if Chris Pratt is actually going to be joining the cast as well. Because his name was on there. Hmm. Yeah, no, maybe. Who knows? I'm not because, too worried about that, though. Because yeah, cause the rumor was that Chris Pratt was going to be grown-up Oscar. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. it'll be interesting to see what they do. But still got the original cast for the most part. You know. um, R.I.P. Yeah, R. actually, I, all of them, except for, obviously, Harold. I think all of them right. are officially signed now. And then you're adding Paul Rudd to it? I mean, that's, that's gold right there all alone. And it's Ghostbusters, yeah. so. Which I like the female Ghostbusters because it was still Ghostbusters and I had a fun time Annie with it. Annie Potts coming back? Hmm? Annie Potts, is she coming back? Yes. Uh, yeah, all, all of them. They even somehow got Rick Moranis. Yeah, I thought that's that too. Oh, wow. Well. Cool. Which, however they pull that off is amazing. Yeah, because I thought he wasn't doing any acting anymore. Well, the kids or, are is, uh, is Ernie so. Hudson coming back? Uh yeah, like literally all of them, <laughs> all of them have signed. All the ones that are alive are back. Plus Paul Rudd, represent Kansas baby. <laughs> I like Paul Rudd. He's a I boy. like Paul Rudd. Me do too. <laughs> I just said me do too. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> yep, you're from Wichita. All right, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I w- I want to know your guys' thoughts on this because it kind of brought up some valid questions, like valid responses. So Terrifier 2 brought up this crowdfunding, which as of now, it stands at $121,723 that they brought in just from this crowdfunding. They were looking for 50 grand, weren't they? Yeah, but what? They originally said that the entire film was already funded well in advance of doing this so is this now just a cash ploy to like rob people like for a blu-ray it was a hundred dollars from what i understand it's uh they want they had an idea for a specific brutal ass scene that they needed more money for so that's why so then you're not crowd you're you're not funded fully then correct you're not you're not funded fully so you're you're literally robbing people this money. Like they are literally charging their fucking like convention prices from these people just to get stuff signed. Like false Fire, fucking advertisement. The, the DVD eighty five dollars just to get signed is wow. it was literally five dollars for the DVD itself. Essentially, is what they're saying. Because I know that. It. I know David Howard Thornton is charging $80 at conventions for autographs. That is fucking ridiculous for a guy that has one credit to his name. 
Wow. Clive Bucker charges cheaper than that. Yeah. A and he has a lot of titles to his name. I mean, not all of them are good, but he has more titles. You shut your whorish mouth, right? Well, it's true, Farmer. It's true. <laughs> we, we already went over this on his episode, which I know we'll have another episode of his in the future. So, Why? We knew why. We gotta talk to Hellraiser. <laughs> Which, okay. speaking of Hellraiser, some jackass decided it was going to be a good idea to make a TV series out of it. Why? Because they're going to play TV series because they want a TV series for everything. Yeah. But it's never going to get aired. That's the issue. Oh, yeah. no. All these, no. It will on no the CW way. network when it goes back to back with the Lost Boys. W. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, well, we don't even know if that shit's still happening. Um, yeah, maybe they can get the guy who played, you know, Superman on fucking Smallville. Maybe he can be Pinhead. That would probably be a good idea for TV. I may actually watch it then. Um, Tom Wellington? I think that was his name. Yeah. yeah. But no, like, the material for that franchise alone, which, first, I don't even think they'll legally be able to do it because of what's happened over Merrimax. Because I think Merrimax owns the rights to it. Um yeah, but aren't, aren't they shutting the doors, though? They're trying to sell off all the assets, aren't they? Well, that's why I, I don't know what's going on until they officially sell the half-stake in the company. I don't think anything's, like, really up for grabs right now other than, I think, Halloween, because they're already in production on the second, third variant of it, whatever it is. Well, I see. We're doing the remakes on the big screen, the OGs on the small screen. That's what it seems like it's going on these days. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's where, where that's where the money is at. Um, and the well, I mean, the child's play. It's because they're straight to videos, and the quality of it wouldn't even make the big screen. Mm. Yeah, okay. you know I'm right. Yeah. I don't know, because there's some yeah. shitty quality out on the big screen, too. Though, so. Yeah, like us. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I don't support the, uh, the Hellraiser TV show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, uh, I, I, I can't get with that at all. Because it's not going to be done right. It's just, it's not going to be good. No. I, I think without the involvement of Barker, it just shouldn't be done. I mean, like, they, they were talking about making a Nightbreed, a TV show, and, like, Barker was actually going to be, like, a producer on it, like a like an EP. So, I mean, like, that's that's a little different because he has his fucking dick wet into it, you know what I mean? But, yeah, no. What, what, if, if he doesn't have, a, like, a hand in it, then it's, it's just going to be shit. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, did you guys see the new Screen Factory titles that they announced for Halloween? No. The Blob. They, yes. Chuck Russell's The Blob is finally getting that Blu-ray treatment. Hallelujah. Yeah. And the Omen set is getting a brand new set through them. Right. And this time it will include all the movies, which I thought the first one had all the movies, but it did not. I thought so too. It does not have Omen 4. So this one will have all of them. Do you guys actually like The Omen? The first one. Um, I I liked one and two. 
Uh, three with Sam Neill was kind of so-so. Um, I honestly don't even remember four. And the only saving grace for the remake was uh, Leif Schreiber. I like the remake. Fuck, yeah, yeah, fuck Julia Stiles. She was awful in that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I just remember, well, the only thing I remember about the remake is that it came out on 6606. Yeah, that was, that was the big marketing campaign. Yep. And the movie was awful. It was literally the original. Like, it was their version of Psycho with right. some minor changes. Other than, that, other than that, it wasn't all that good. I liked it. Don't you lie. <laughs> I did like it. Just because you're in a undisclosed location doesn't mean I don't know how to fucking find you. Oh boy. <laughs> Hostile environment. I need yeah. an adult. <laughs> well, sorry, you got Gizmo right behind you, so he's oh, more adult than you. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. He doesn't. He doesn't have any DUIs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, we're finally getting that third twenty-eight years later. Danny Boyle is uh, officially doing it. I guess. So it's supposed to be, I think, next year sometime. Yeah, oh, that sounds like out. a real gem. Did do you not like the franchise? No, I think it's all right. I never really got into it. All right, fair enough. Me neither. Never got into it either. Why? Because it's not eighty slasher. Exactly. Didn't have the bees. <laughs> did uh? Did any of you guys ever watch the uh, Haunting of Hill House at all? Yes, it was a great series, and I'm kind of interested to see what they do with the second season, because I know the one girl just re-signed. Yeah, the one who uh, played Nell in the uh, yeah. the, the first season, yeah. So what's yeah. this new one going to be called? The Haunting of Bly Manor or something? I think that's what yep. it is. Yeah, yeah, it's um, based, so essentially it's like a gothic setting in like the 1800s or something, where she's watching these two kids and she thinks that the house is haunted. Go figure. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed that show. So I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with this little spin off of it. I liked it too. Yeah, I know uh, Flanagan is coming back for it. Yeah. Well, we'd have to. Like, it was such a like, such success. What about you, Faye? What uh, what do you think about the Haunting of Hill House sequel that they're doing? The new spinoff show? <laughs> I didn't care for the movie, so. Great. Well, this was a TV show. Did you see the TV show? <laughs> no. No? Oh, do you know what we're talking about oh. right now? Are you too busy with the piss joke? <laughs> no, I was getting beer, dick. <laughs> I thought you well, who who releases video. beer, dick, Faye? <laughs> uh, yeah, I got nothing for that one. But, <laughs> uh, okay, Haunted and Hill House, that's that Netflix show. Right? There you go, that's the one. That's yeah, the I ticket. Didn't, didn't watch it. 
I don't care. Like, these Netflix horror shows, movies, whatever, I tend to just not even push play on them. Like the one with the killer birds and all that shit. I'm not a big Netflix fan. Like, with their original stuff. I only have Netflix because of shit like like movies that I'm familiar with or old TV shows that I'm familiar with. Like The Office and Friends and shit like that, you know? Well, The Office is leaving Netflix pretty soon, so you're going to be sad about that. No, because I've already binge-watched it enough. And that's at the end of 2020, so we still have a whole another year and a half of The Office. So he's got to watch it like five more times. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's my feeling on Netflix. Don't endorse me, Netflix, because I don't give a shit about you. Hulu on their hand, and I like Hulu. Yeah, I was at Hulu had some good stuff. I watched their Into the Dark series that they, they have a new movie every month. Yeah, the, um, they have one drop in what? like five days I think actually on 4th of July or something like that yeah I was going to say yeah because they try to stick with the theme for whatever that month is like uh, June was a Father's Day type movie and so on and so forth but yeah this next one's a 4th of July one yeah called uh, Culture Shock by Gigi Guerrero don't know who that one is but I'll watch Um, it, it looks good have you seen the trailer for it, and uh, Barbara Crampton and uh, a few other recognizable people. Oh, I'll definitely check it out then. It kind of yeah. seems like a Get Out style movie. Well, then I'll definitely check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks good. The new Saw gears up to shoot uh, next week, I think. Yeah, yeah, they're. I think they're doing their final testings on everything. With Chris Rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about that. And I love the Saw franchise. I th- I think it'll be okay because of Darren Lynn Bosman coming back to do it. Yeah, he did do the good ones. Well, I love the first one too. He did know. the good sequels. Five. Whoa, whoa. All of them five. I can fill my How can you not like five? They all go together. I know they go together. We've had this conversation. They go together. They continue the story. I understand that. But the five, five is like they're sitting there narrating it like they're Morgan Freeman the whole time. They'll pick up a file and like, oh, this is where this person's going to be uh, next and all this stuff. And I'm just like, ah, shut up. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, then the last bit of news I have is the Alamo Draft House is going to be showing uh, Stephen King movies all the way to It Chapter 2's release. So I'm guessing every weekend they'll have a different movie playing, which I'm kind of jealous because they're showing Maximum Overdrive, and I'm sad I don't have an Alamo Draft House. That's really cool. Yeah, which I, I would think if it does well, they would extend it to Dr. Sleep. So are they going to show The Shining, even though Stephen King doesn't like that Stanley Kubrick's version? 
you know, I'm honestly hoping that they do that for some of the theaters that they'll show the shining before Dr. Sleep, uh, for showing. Cause that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. We'll beef some butthead for you. Yeah. We got that. Thanks buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess I was just going to take us under the curtain watches because I got no other news left. Okay. And I'm pretty sure Farmer fell asleep on us. No. He <laughs> Unless he has his own it. piss jug. I was going to say, he's probably pissing or getting a beer or something. Or, an, or a blueberry Red Bull. <laughs> blueberry Red Bull. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> let's kick it off for uh, current watches. So... Based on our conversations, Christy didn't see shit. I didn't see shit. I'm so sorry. I'm boring again this week, y'all. I'm so sorry. Killing me, small. Ah, you're busy. <laughs> Finding your undisclosed locations to hang out at. Exactly. I will tell you, she's in a foxhole somewhere under a bridge. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> yep. It's where the best Wi-Fi is. <laughs> well, I mean, I know what y'all have watched. I, on the other hand, I, I did go to the movie theater twice this week. Oh, you did? I did. I, tell. I went and saw Child's Play. Yeah. Fucking loved it. Loved it with a bunch of O's in there. Loved it. A lot of people are seeming to like it. Yeah, I was... I, was, I kind of wish it would have done better uh, box office-wise. Um, I, I think with the good word of mouth, though, that it's not going to die off quick. I think, it's I, 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 I think it's going to, sadly. I don't think so. I don't think just so, because it, Just because they're going to have all the other summer. <laughs> I think domestically they'll at least get 50 mil. I highly doubt it, considering that they're only at 14 right now. I know. And I'm, that's how I'm on the word of mouth. I'm I don't think so. There's going to be too much other movies coming out this summer that's just not going to stick around. And once it runs its course, I'm going to check the numbers, and then we uh, can I, argue about it on that episode. The, the, that's fine. We could argue about it then. I mean, I hope it gets <laughs> those numbers, because I'd like to see another one. Um, oh, I would too. I, I think it'll do better um, home video-wise than what it does in theaters. Well, its budget was only 20 mil, so you know it's going to make well enough to do sequel. Well, so. I don't know. I don't even know what's done uh, internationally. So. Yeah, I haven't checked on that. I only care about domestic. Go America, you know. America. America. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> and then uh, the second one I just recently watched that my theater actually opened on Wednesday, which is weird. Which was uh, Annabelle Comes Home. Was that good? Because it came out on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, but my theater still usually waits till Friday just because they're. Oh. Pedessies like that. Well, that's fine because uh, that's one of the movies I went saw. Well, so yeah, that's I mean, in his town, in his town, nobody can go to the movies on a fucking Wednesday, you know, because they're all working in the mines and shit, so they have to wait until Friday. You know, let me get the weekend off. Yeah, it's either the uh, mines or it's Dairy Queen. <laughs> no, it's the refinery or Dairy Queen, not the mines. <laughs> but Annabelle comes home. Uh, yep, sorry, I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No. It's just another uh, typical uh, jump scare movie. I I'm done with the Conjuring universe <laughs> earlier. 
See, I did like it though because it was like the Warrens are only in the film for probably a good ten minutes. The rest of it relies on the kids. So for them to be able to hold the movie the, the way that they did. When they're introducing new stuff, so they can possibly have more spinoffs of different things. No, I'm done. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of that where they just, the movie completely relies on jump scares. I'm not a fan of those. So, well, that's fair enough. I, don't know. I, th- I thought the movie was good. Um, I thought it was pretty much like an adult version of Goosebumps. Um, I think where they shot themselves in the foot, though, was that it was rated R when it didn't need to be. No, there was nothing rated R about that movie. No, except for maybe The Bride would be, like, the closest thing. Um, other than that, it should have been PG-13. Like, they shot themselves in the foot with this one. Hmm. Make it an R. Yeah. They could have made more money. That, and then I watched one more. What, what I got I read it right now. Oh, uh, Vlogworthy. Vlogworthy? It's about, vlog-worthy. It's about, the, you know, this... This chick that's trying to get more views on her vlog, so she has somebody help her out, and this other person that's trying to help her out ends up making her do really shitty things to herself and to other people just so she can get more viewers for her vlog. You know, it kind of go along with like Unfriended and all those other like movies. So, that are so really, it, it it's a rip off of Cam, essentially, is what you're saying. Pretty much, yeah. But that got me thinking. I was like, man, that'd be cool if there was like a cool uh, audiobook or something of, of a podcast movie, like an outsider's movie to where we're forced by some like entity or something to record an episode. If it sucks, they kill us off one by one. It's like fear.com for, for the podcast world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, fear.com sucked. Ghosts yeah. <laughs> would be like, drink more beers, fam. Like, I've already had No, you seven. suck. Fear.com is trash <laughs> and you know it. Yeah, no, I mean, it was just as good as the Butterfly Effect 2. So, yeah, I mean, it was awesome. <laughs> I didn't see Butterfly Effect 2. I love the first Butterfly Effect. Did you know that there was a Butterfly Effect Part 3? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, I come across the sequels all the time. I just never watch them. Did you watch them, Farmer? I, uh, I've seen all three, yeah. Are are two and three like enjoyable at all? Um, two is okay. Three, uh, three. I, I wouldn't want your reporter fetus to watch. Um, <laughs> See, yeah, but yeah, no, yeah. I, I'd say I stick to the one. I stick to the first one. I do love the first one. I've seen that one so many times. That was a DVD that I actually wore out back to that conversation. I forgot about that. Yeah, I loved Butterfly Vic. Can you, you think of any like horror? Can you think of any movies like a you know like the, where the film has nothing to do with the title, like they just used the sequel and made it a part two? Can you think of anything off the top of your heads? Uh, without a paddle, two. No, I guess that kind of relates to the first one. Um, the first one that comes to mind was just super random. Is Stir of Echoes two? Oh, yeah. Problem. Go with it. I can see that. Well, I mean, you can technically relate it with the whole premonition thing. Yeah, I really didn't have anything to do with the first one. I didn't hate Stravikos 2, though. It was okay. It was very predictable. Yeah. I really I really liked Stravikos, like the original. I, thought, I, I love Stravikos. It's one of my yeah, favorite movies. Too. It's a good movie. Uh, um, I, like. 
as shitty as it sounds, House of the Dead 2, because the sequel takes place on a college and not an actual house. (laughs) (laughs) And how you Bull gets sequels to his movies is beyond me. Because it was a sci-fi movie. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Because Ubal is a terrible director, besides his Rampage movies. Those are good. I like those. (laughs) Have you seen Rampage or Rampage Punishment? Or or Rampage Capital Punishment, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I've seen all those. Um, I actually don't mind In the Name of the King. Oh, it's Statham? Statham and Leota. Yeah. For some reason, I've seen all these movies. I'm sitting here shitting on you both. It's because he's an awful director. I think it's, yeah, I think the curiosity to see how bad it is going to be makes you watch it. So, um, all right, I guess I'll go next. Um, just talked about Annabelle. Because um, it's funny, because we saw Toy Story 4 on Monday, but then we went and saw Annabelle on Tuesday. So, Toy Story 4 make you cry? It did, which is fine because <laughs> Toy Story 4 made me cry, but then Annabelle made Liz cry because what? of the certain because of the certain message. Faye, you've seen it, so you know that message. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's why I liked it because it wasn't just like a horror movie. There was an actual like second story in there that made it like have that heart. Um, but then I just watched a movie actually on Hulu called American Fright Fest. How was that? It actually wasn't too bad. Um, it's pretty much these people create a, um, a haunted house at like an abandoned mental facility. Um, it it was like put together by this super well-known horror director who was played by Dylan Walsh, who did. Uh, the stepfather remake and was a nip tuck and then um okay yeah it, yeah and then it has a poncho molar poncho molar yeah yeah he's in there as well as a special effects guy and uh it, it was pretty good um probably one Dude, of the nip- better straight to video movies nip tuck was a fucked up show <laughs> i yeah. gotta say that it was it was a good show though yeah oh it was a great show i loved it but Man, that was a fucked up show. So, and yeah, and then the step the stepfather remake. That I enjoyed that one. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I like that one. Um, it was creepy as fuck in that. I watched uh, Killer Workout just because it was on my queue uh, on Prime. Um, not exactly what I was expecting. You didn't get a Killer Workout out of it, did you? There was literally no workouts. There was a couple <laughs> guys. There was a couple guys like is fighting in the parking lot where I'm like, holy shit, street fighter, let's do this. Yeah, no. <laughs> and and it, it was just so cheesy and hilarious. And I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then the last one I watched was one that Eric Bindle, our good buddy, um, had talked about on Three Guys. Um, and I talked to him a little bit about it called a lone wolf, which is also on prime. And it's probably one of the better indie practical effect werewolf movies from the eighties that you'll find. 
Yeah, I've seen that one. I like that one a lot. Yeah. I I find it funny that they have like 25-year-olds playing high school kids. Like, you could clearly tell they're adults. (laughs) I say, well, that happens a lot, but they pick people that are in their mid-20s but still look like they're in their 20s. Yeah, none of these looked like they were teenagers. They all were clearly adults. (laughs) But the, uh, the practical effects on it were really good, including the werewolf makeup. So... Yeah, definitely one to check out. Uh, and that leads us to Mr. Farmer. Come on, Cotton Eye Joe. Cotton Eye Joe? No, that's that's typically the song they play in your fucking neck of the woods, bud. Ah, man. What have, uh, what, what have I watched that's new? It's a very good question. It's a question of the day. It's a question of the minute. Um, Bride of Reanimator. First time I ever watched it. I thought it was pretty good. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I can't believe you haven't before. seen it until now. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, just, like, I, I, apparently, ahead. apparently, there's another reanimator on Prime. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It looked like it was some like fucking Spanish version or something. <laughs> yeah, it, it looked like a stage production shit. I'm kind of intrigued yeah, by yeah. it now. <laughs> We're gonna have to give it a watch. I, th- I think we, I think we all need to as part of our weekly watches. We're gonna have to give it a look. Okay. Is it just called? Yeah, so, uh, um, yeah, so Bride of Reanimator. That was a. Uh, that's that's what I've been watching. But yeah, that thing was just Reanimator. It was weird, like that. I saw the poster of it on fucking Facebook. I forget who posted it though. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Um. Other than that, I was watching uh some old Twilight Zone episodes. And that's uh that's that's that's, that's pretty much it for my uh for my watches of the week. Minus the uh, the two films we're going to be talking about in a little bit. Did you watch I Have to Be a Holder, Twilight Zone? No, 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 but that's a good episode. I was like, do you plan on watching the new episodes with Jordan Peele? Probably not, no. No? I only watched no. the first one, and I loved it, but I just, I don't have that CBS app, so. Yeah, I don't think it's worth the whatever it costs, was it? 15 bucks for one show yeah no i'm not gonna do that but the first episode was on youtube that's how i was able to watch that it's like a sneak preview for people to lure people in to buy the app to get the rest of the season well fuck yeah is uh is that it for uh for watches of the week yeah because christy didn't do her homework i'm of, of, of course, yeah, yeah. You all stop picking the, on Christy, goddammit. She's dead. oh, Faye, you sit the fuck down, all right? This one, the, the, the cup is always half full with this one, okay? <laughs> I promise. Um, are, are there any conventions that uh, anybody plans on going to? You know, it's a uh, summer, you know, not any uh, any new things popping up around you guys? I had a brand new one that just started this weekend, and I can't go now because of work, so yay me. Oh, what was it? Yay for you. Um, yeah. Uh, it was called Dark X. Um, they actually threw me an invite for it because um, I was going to go tomorrow, and then that got derailed. But it's it seems like it's going to be kind of like Cinema Wasteland. Um, very low number of actual guests, more vendors. Um, but they had a lot of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre people uh, there. Um, they had a sleepaway camp reunion going this weekend. 
Um, Sean Whalen was going to be there. Cool. And um, the girl that plays Zelda in the new Pet Cemetery was going to be there for her first convention. Oh, wow. Well, that's what? pretty cool. Well, well, what about you, Christy? Because you're a busy yeah. bee. <laughs> Next weekend, Nightmare Toys will have a booth at Days of the Dead in Indianapolis. So that's happening. And then we're still doing the um, flashback weekend in August. And Whorehound in Indianapolis in September. And Scarefest in Kentucky, in Lexington, Kentucky in September. So, so far, that's what we've got signed up for. So I'll nice. see everyone well, in yeah. weekend. So excited about that. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm heading over to Monster Mania in uh, in August. Yeah. I'll be hanging out with our with our buddy uh, Joe over there, two guys that horror. So uh, I'll be over there talking to those guys. <laughs> now that's in New Jersey, right? Uh, it is in New Jersey. Yeah, like I I would th I think it's the number two. I think it's I think it's the, the other Texas frightmare you can go to. You know what yeah. I mean? I think it's just as big. Yeah, now Brian's back, so now I'm going to re-say what I said. So, Brian, so um, in uh, in August, I'll be hanging with Joe, you know, representing two guys of that horror. So uh, I'll, I'll be over there sitting down with him, maybe uh, recording some stuff for the uh, for the podcast world, you know what I mean? Oh, nice. Yeah, I know he has a lot of stuff coming up for them. So hopefully yeah. we'll all be able to meet at one of them. That would be cool. Hoping well, rock and shock. Well, as of uh, 15 seconds ago, um, uh, the Outsiders of Horror were uh, invited to be a part of the press team for uh, for a Rock and Shock in October. So I uh, gladly accept that, and uh, we'll be representing the Outsiders of Horror for the uh, the, the media team for Rock and Shock. Oh uh, yeah! Well, yeah. hopefully I can uh, join you down there or over there. Yeah, up, up there, wherever the fuck it's at. Where is it? Can I? Get yeah. It? Well, if if you can, do it up. But uh, other than that, you uh, you heard the exclusive here. I'll be over at Rocket Shock representing for Rocket Shock and uh, the Outsiders of Horror. Press pass, bitch. Right. <laughs> I work on the word positivity, farmer. Be positive. Yes. I tried in the beginning of the episode, but it didn't last very long. I just wanted to laugh the whole time. <laughs> no, we keep it real. <laughs> They know what they're getting into, all right? They 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 saw it. They know what's up. They know who we are. They had to listen to our episodes. They know exactly what they're getting into. Or maybe they just said fucking accepted it. <laughs> they don't know. Yeah, well, no, because they they didn't know who was coming. That's why, you know, because farmers coming and hell's coming with me. Huh? I was like, I think their biggest worry right now is, are they actually going to have a dumpster on fire? <laughs> when That's right. It, it's still quite a possibility. Be farmer's backpack, just a little mini that's right. that's on fire the whole time. I'll be that's there walking around with, with a microphone, you know what I mean, and doing the interview, slanging and hanging. That's what I'll be doing. An unplugged <laughs> microphone. So tell me about your feature film. That's right. That's right. Not even plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how pro we are. That's right. <laughs> so yeah that's uh that was i just got that email so yeah fuck yeah cool. shout out to you rock and shock see you in october hell yeah do you know yeah, what bruce campbell's the headliner what's that do you know what days it is yeah it's october 11th through the 13th okay so it's the weekend after i got wasteland here 
Nice. No, who knows? Maybe I'll have a new job by then. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you'll just be at Studio Z, you know, watching the old bachelor pad for the golf man. But yeah, who knows, you know? It, it could be quite possible. <laughs> Depending on what guests get announced, you know, I'll uh, I'll hop on the interview train. You know, I'll ask the hard-hitting questions that everyone's afraid to. So don't you worry, I'll be there, keeping it yes. 100, as the kids say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I only keep it about 70. I don't ever go 100 because I'm not cool enough to keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? Nah, me. Nah, me. I don't think they even say that anymore. Well, you should bring it back then, Faye. Nah, I mean. <laughs> so old. <laughs> yeah. Word. Put a ran there with his pish jug. Word to your mother. Boats and hoes. Yeah. <laughs> fly funky fresh. Nah, I mean, <laughs> bank rolls and hose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, before we get too far into slang, <laughs> I uh, I, I would have asked you, Faith, if you had any conventions around you coming up, but then I realized that you guys only have the Harvest Festival, and that's about it. <laughs> no, this year because we have a shit ton of pumpkin patches and shit, so. We're nothing but farm country out in this bitch. If this was Charlie Brown, you'd be Linus. <laughs> I would say he does have the uh, Slash and Bash coming up in August. I do. Over at Lawrence. Oh, in Lawrence, yeah. Yeah. Then we got the one in OKC that's the Haunted Nightfall Territory, something or another, July 20th or 21st. It's only a one day event, but they have like Edward Furlong. And some people from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, they've, they've they've accumulated quite the list. I think they even got Felissa recently. I have to double check on that one. But, but yeah, and then they're gonna have like a big after party with bands and shit like that. They're really tr- what they're trying to do because this is their first year. And I, I've talked to the guy that runs it. I ran into him at Frightmare, and he's really wanting to make it a weekend thing. But they're wanting to test the waters without going outrageous with spending money to make sure people will actually attend. So they went all out on getting guests and making it as cool as fuck. And if it's a success and they plan on doing it a weekend every year. And he told me, I, I, I have it like in, in stone that we will get a free table anytime if they do end up having it a, a weekend yearly deal. So good shit. So yeah, that's something for July. We could be busy folks. Who knows? Besides Christy, she's always busy. <laughs> yeah, but she's busy for personal ventures. Don't worry, the real team's keeping it together. Oh, oh yeah, that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> man, woman hater. Whoop, whoop. That's right. You had a kitty litter sandwich, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into. Uh these movies shall we <laughs> I guess. sure well you know back in the day in 1977 there was a movie called suspiria directed by of the a master of horror the maestro himself dario argento uh if you haven't seen suspiria 
the film follows Jessica Harper as an American ballet student, uh, student who transfers to a prestigious dance academy in Germany, but realizes after a series of brutal murders that the academy is a front for a supernatural conspiracy. Maybe some witches, maybe some bitches. You never know. <laughs> so I mean, I'm I'm curious, you know, that this this was my pick because Suspiria to me is like one of my it's one of my favorite films. It's in my top five, Dead or Alive, and that's just off one EP. Um, what do you what did you guys the fuck think? Did about you just it? say to me? I'm gonna start with you, <laughs> Faye, because <laughs> Faye, what did you, what did you think about Suspiria, the original? <laughs> All right. Um. Shit. Okay. Um, I didn't like it. Uh, I'm going to start off with that, but I'm also going to say that I respect the following. I understand why it has the following. I respect Dario Argento. It's just not my cup of tea, I should say. Like, the old, I don't know if it's the old 70s Italian horror or if it's just the style. I'm not big into like the art, artsy type films. I, mean, I can... Yeah, the, the art house avant-garde style. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's It's... It's not for me. Maybe I'm just not intelligent enough to enjoy one of these kind of movies. But maybe your film sophistication just isn't up to par. You know what I mean? I mean, you shared Probably a fucking not. cigarette with the man. You think yeah, you have a little I more did. love for him? And and I geeked out over it because I understand who he is and I understand his legacy and how it's huge. It's just it's it's not for me. Like. Uh, I appreciate the filmmaking style and stuff like that, but it, I, don't, I don't know if there's enough, not enough storytelling or or what. But and then also another thing that's always bugged me about Dario Argento is the color of his blood in his movies. It's too like orange for me. Uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, Ed's special sauce from Good Burger. That's what his blood reminds me of. What a fucking comparison, huh? <laughs> yeah. So you so you don't like the paint blood yeah i'm not a fan of the paint blood i mean i mean there are things that i enjoy i love the whole opening scene of the chick falling through the ceiling i love the chick falling into like the razor wires or whatever the fuck that was yeah it's razor wire yeah it's good shit i just i don't know there's something about it to where i'm watching it and, and it's got my attention but i'm also not like over thrilled by it yeah you know I'm, I'm kind of in the middle with with this movie, along with like a lot of other Argento movies. Just this his style. I, like I said, I respect the man. I'm not gonna shit on it at all. It's just not for me. Yeah, and that's fair. That's fair. You heard it here first. Base corner. Great. <laughs> what uh, Christy? What, what did you think? I know. I know you were you probably saw this in the theaters when it came out so uh, I mean, did, did, what was that experience like <laughs> oh my god not that old people um i pretty much thought the same as andrew pretty much everything you just said andrew's what i was thinking what i was about to say um wow. i didn't really care for it either but i get why people do like it i get the artistry about it and all that i, I understand that but it's just not my type of movie either I figured maybe I would like it because I do like ballet. Um, but there really wasn't, to me, a lot of ballet in it. So I was like, okay. Um, yeah. I didn't really care for it. It's just not my type of movie. So pretty much everything Andrew just said is how I feel, too. <laughs> Hell yeah, girl power, baby. So, yeah. <laughs> so 
Brian Sorry, baby, you got back. <laughs> String. I'm dying here. What laying on me? <laughs> so apparently, I must be the only artsy fuck out of this group because I actually love the movie. Everything from the cinematography to the lighting to the score by Goblin, like it is one of those could be perfect movies. Which is for Italian movies, they're very few and far between. So I, I think Jessica Harper did good, considering that they pretty much told her that they don't even care what she says because they're just going to dub over her. She <laughs> did. Why? It's true. Yeah. I mean, she, she did really good. Like everything from her emotions to just the range that she shows in this movie. Did, uh, did you know the well? You know, I'm I'm pretty much right there with you. Did uh, Did you know the original screenplay was designed for eight to ten year old girls? Yeah, and the studio and his father told him that he's an idiot for doing that, which is kind of why the script is what it is because <clears throat> he he wouldn't rewrite it. Yeah, they kept the same so, dialogue for that. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it would have been interesting to see kids being hung by a barbed wire crashing through that ceiling. The other uh, razor wire scene you're talking about when uh, yeah, Sarah when... dives in, yeah. Mm -hmm. Stefania Cassini, I think her name is. Yeah. But I mean, it's true because the movie would have been banned everywhere. Yeah, I found a I found a quote oh, from uh, from that from that woman uh, Stefania from that scene. Uh, it, she uh, her quote said, "I remember when we were done. I went home. I looked like I'd been bitten by thousands of ants." Uh, I will never forget that scene. Apparently, like, uh, they cut off all, like, the, the burrs from all the fucking razor wire, but it just wrapped around her skin and, like, kind of, like, pierced her. So, I mean, that's, that must have been pretty fucking intense to get tangled up in the razor wire. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, you, Watching you, that scene, it was fucking insane. Like, cause even if it is movie magic, you can tell that's fucking metal fucking, like, wire. And it, there's no way that was comfortable whatsoever. For that chick. Even yeah. if it was movie magic, because obviously they were more gorilla back then so they're like ah you'll be okay just jump in and see what happens yes, I, think. <clears throat> I wouldn't jump in that though no no i don't care you how build the wire is no no i don't care how build the wire is because you can easily get tangled up in that shit even if it's just like you know your basic wire what if there was like 15 cases of rolling rock at the bottom no i'll still just buy the rolling rock thank you there's 15 cases. <laughs> uh, <laughs> big surprise. I'm not that big of an alcoholic. I'll still buy don't don't, don't let him fucking fool you guys. He's just sobering right now. But if he was drunk, he'd be telling you, give me more. <laughs> oh, no, I'm drunk. That's the thing. Uh, Suspiria was the it was the final film to be processed in three strip Technicolor. Uh, a notable film that was in that uh, in that type of world was The Wizard of Oz. That's why like the uh, the colors are so vibrant. Then uh, no light. With the Wizard of Oz. I mean, like, just like the color scheme. That's the. I think that's why Suspiria like was so different because of, like the way the like a uh, like color shifted with mood changes in the scenes. Yeah, I like how I... they changed like either from green to magenta or 
like depending on the color they used, you knew what kind of mood they were trying to go for. Right. Which that I respect. But I could go my whole life without ever hearing the words Wizard of Oz ever again. But it, okay. <laughs> it's not so much the Wizard of Oz, it's the colors, because you know how the colors pop so like pop so much in the Wizard of Oz. Right. I mean, like you'll you'll never like you'll never see that type of shit again. That was Technicolor. So I mean to Spirit, that's why like the color of that is so fucking pretty because it kind of matches that Wizard of Oz scheme. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't like the Wizard of Oz because I'm from Kansas. I'm tired of hearing where's Toto? Well, fucking Toto's behind you. His nickname is Gizmo. No, he's over on my bed. And fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Here comes the animal catcher on me. Or whatever the animal people are. Dog catcher? Uh, I what's, believe what's their the name is fucking PETA. NAACP? Ah, uh-huh. PETA. When I hear PETA, I just think of PETA bread. Have you guys seen the other films in the Three Mothers trilogy? This, this, was part they of, are. this movie was the first movie of Argento's trilogy that was called Three Mothers. Right. Just uh, like the other, Carpenter has his trilogy. Yeah. So, like, the other ones were Inferno and Mother of Tears. So, I've seen Mother of Tears, and by all means, it's awful. Uh, but I don't know. I wanted to know if you guys had seen either of the other two. No. Or, From my understanding, anything Argento did after, like, mid-80s, I'll even give you that it was just nothing but crap from what I was reading, because I was trying to do my little history search on Argento a little bit. His Masters of Horror was good. But he did, like, his own Dracula version with his daughter in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... I mean, that came out just a couple of years ago. I mean, like, that's... Yeah. yeah. That that can be considered in his catalog, though. I mean, that's (laughs) fucking shit. Well, all right. So I guess I'll... We'll just go with our first question that we had then actually from our brothers at three guys at horror um their child's play episode dropped today go listen to it um they asked what is our favorite argento movie other than suspiria whoa, <laughs> whoa. you know okay i'll go um because like i said I, I i've never been into argento but i i did go through at least the bigger film titles that he's done just so I can see what the hype is and see if I can find something that I really enjoyed out of him. Um, they, they still all are, eh, but I'd have to say the one that sticks out of my mind is deep red. I liked deep red. Oh, that's good. Well, was that, that was a good one. Fun. Yeah. I thought that one was fun. I think that'd be everyone's favorite because of it being a slasher. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good love how dude's like you know playing piano and has his weapon in his hand while he's playing the piano, trying to lure in the killer and shit. So that was cool. I would say, um, yeah, because I had to look at all the titles that he had done. Um, and Deep Red is obviously the better one, um, but I do. I mean, that's your opinion. Yeah, but... well, that, that is my opinion. Uh, I, I did like um, he did a TV movie uh, mid two thousands called Do You Like Hitchcock, which I really liked. To where it was like his tribute to Alfred Hitchcock. Right. Never saw. Didn't Jennifer Connelly do? I'm gonna go look for that. 
What was it? Jennifer Connelly was in one, right? Phenomena. Uh, yeah, Phenomena. Like um, mine was called Do You Like Hitchcock? You like Hitchcock, okay. Yeah, it was from 2005, I believe. Which uh, which brings me to my second movie outside of Suspiria is uh, Phenomena. What up, Jennifer Connelly? How's it going? Uh, and it had fucking Donald Pleasance in it. I love that. I love that film. About for him, like that's my number two for him. I think that would be my favorite phenomena, and then Blood Red, or Red, whatever. Deep Red. Deep Red. There you go. Yeah. First cut is the deepest. <laughs> right. No, I like phenomena. That's a good one. Not 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 to segue back, but the the one thing I did like. Uh, one of the main, one of the, one of the things I liked about Suspiria is that Argento played the fucking score on like loudspeakers when they were going through scenes when they were shooting. I thought that was pretty fucking cool, kind of like setting the tone for the actors. Well, yeah, okay, you figure, fuck it, we're just dubbing it anyways, right? So, just go for it. <laughs> to play with Goblin over loudspeakers, I, as an actor, I think it would be annoying, but if it gets you in that mood. I mean, you know the old expression, you know, different strokes for different folks. You know what I mean? So I like Deep Red better than Suspiria. Oh, yeah, definitely. Is this payback for last week because we shit all over Jaws? No. This is obviously, I wasn't a huge fan. I purposely picked a bad movie just so we could talk about a bad movie that I didn't actually hate. But I knew at least two of you fucking hated. So, coconut, peats, paella, paella. <laughs> Just goddamn it! Which nice touch to the ending of the episode last week, Farmer? What'd you say? It's a nice touch to the ending of the episode last week. Absolutely, absolutely. A little, a little shout out to a film that I, you know, I, I surprisingly liked. I'm surprised too. Sorry, right. I mean after I after I had you watch fucking basically five hours of Suspiria movies. Yeah, <laughs> today too. I just watched them all today because it was my day off, and I just laid in bed and watched them. Turned off my phone, made sure I focused. Well, you had a bad day then, didn't you? I did. <laughs> you shut <laughs> your horse mouth, right? <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm going around the fucking the circle jerk over here, okay? But what oh, yeah. do you guys rate Suspiria 1977? <laughs> start. Faye, we'll, you go first. We'll start with Faye. Alright. Uh, so I'm going to meet right in the middle with five. Yeah. Because, you know, I get it. And I, I do appreciate the film style and everything that he did with the movie. It's just not for me, so I'm going right in the middle of five. All right, Christy? Um, I'm going to give it a four. Yeah. Well, I mean, you like Sleepaway Camp 2, so, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really holding you in high fucking regards for classics around here, so well, I'll take your, would, would you say, four? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sleepaway Camp 2. It's I'd a lot better than Suspiria. Too, five times in a row, then watch Suspiria again. I'm with you, girlfriend. Sorry. Let's listen <laughs> to some Spice Girls record, Christy. We got yeah. this. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> well, 
I, I, I want to know your score first. You want to know mine? Yeah. Okay. Suspiria, 1977, Dario Argento, nine. Okay, so we we were close to the same ballpark. I said nine point five. Nice, Dang. nice. Wow. Okay. Had, had that you know, bro, that's I mean that's that's why I respect you. You know, okay. that's why I respect you. Because oh, you do that it. half point deduction for no boobs. <laughs> Could have been a ten. Every week, farmer respects somebody else just because they agreed with him. Don't let him. That's not you. true. I mean, no, none of you could true. agree with me, and I'd still hate all of you equally. So, I mean, it doesn't uh, matter. <laughs> you see, Fate, you wanted the positivity. Hate. You wanted the positivity, but you're you're fucking shutting the door on it, and you want the negativity. So that's what you're gonna get. All right. Okay. <laughs> Touche. All right. Now let's get into the shit show that was this remake. Oh boy, 2018 Suspiria. Oh boy. They should have just called it Tilda Swinton's movie because she played like half the fucking cast. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah, she was the Eddie Murphy of this movie. Seems like the a lot of her movies lately, she's like that. Did did this really feel like a remake to you? No. No, it seemed boring as fuck, though. And the director, Luca Gordidano, or whatever, don't ask me to pronounce foreign names. I can't do it. But he said, like, he said ever since he saw the film, even as a kid, he, that was always something he wanted to remake, was Suspiria. But he also wanted to take it, take the general concept of it, the whole ballet and all that stuff, and then flip it on its head and make it its own movie. Okay, well, at this point, after watching, I think I'd rather read the 2008 draft that was done by David Gordon Green. <laughs> I don't think you like this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting that vibe. <laughs> well, no, because I, I guess like David Gordon Green was the original guy brought on to do the remake. Like he had Natalie Portman attached, he had uh, Judy Dench attached. Like, right there alone makes it a better movie. Yeah. But then, because of budgetary reasons, which I can understand why now, like, this movie was $20 million, and it only grossed $2 million. Wow, did not know that. Well, it didn't have a massive release, though, either. Yeah, Amazon doesn't really shit massively. But even then, if they did, no one would have saw it, so... Like the, the the limited screens that they had, that was all their their screens were sold out. Yeah, but what that was New York and L.A. Like right. So if it was on a that's national like one release, screen each. If it was on a national release stand base, I'm pretty sure it would have been a very successful film. I feel like in that Suspiria, I'm, I'm not even gonna call it a remake. The, that other movie that they could have just gave a different title. It's like the Halloween Three of Suspiria. Uh, I. I don't know, man. Like that, that, that fucking movie. I thought it was okay, but like that last hour shouldn't have been there. Like it should have just been fucking condensed. Like that oh, no, movie they, was way too long. The, the first hour shouldn't have been there. They they stretched it out further than fucking Stretch Armstrong. I mean, like it, Chloe Grace's character never should have even been in the fucking movie. It could easily have been an hour and a half. How the fuck do you get top billing and you're only in the movie for eight minutes? Exactly. Because all the money went to Chloe Moretz. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, will res- 
I'll respect don't the fact. Shit. Don't that. shit on people that are only on screen for a little bit of time and get top billing. Look at Silence of the Lambs. Look at Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. There's no such thing as yeah, small Yeah, Michael parts. Keaton is only in it for, like, what, 12 minutes, something like that? Some total runtime like that? Yeah, but Patricia Cloverfield, she, character. like, drove that movie, though. Like, the, the story was sort of all based around her for the most part. Chloe, Grace Woods. Yeah. The whole beginning part of that she was in. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, Patricia, whole, it's all about what the fuck is Patricia. I mean, yeah, the whole movie is about Patricia. She's only well, in for eight okay, minutes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll respect the fact that Dakota Johnson did the two years of ballet training. I will respect her for that. Um, I thought I she the did a great I thought she had a great performance. I thought she had a great performance in the movie. She did. It, it's probably. It's probably her best performance that she's done. Yeah. Well, what else she's done? Fifty Shades of Grey bullshit. Yeah, pretty much that. Uh, Need for Speed. Um, and some other shit that I probably know. Who is that? Know. Fucking Aaron Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from Breaking Bad. Science, yo. Yeah, 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 yeah bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, oh no, like I can't. I'll respect the fact that they wanted to do something different, something on their own. Like they make it, they made it darker, grittier, but just the pacing like killed it for me. It was all over the place. That pacing, I mean, I, when they went, when they started going the chapters, like fucking stealing Tarantino shit like that, I, like they were just losing me because it wasn't like enticing me to want to go back to like the other chapters. Like the progression of it was just kind of fucking felt like they just were like, Oh, Hey, let's film this new scene that I wrote three minutes ago. Now let's just film, let's film that and just cut in the movie. It'll be fine. I feel like that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it was almost what it was about like a half hour before really anything happened when that girl got all contorted and twisted, which she actually did herself. So bravo to her. Um, Double jointed, probably. Double jointed, yeah. yeah. Like, I, so. I thought it was great when she fucking pissed herself. I was like, oh, that's brutal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that whole scene was fucking awesome. Scene of the movie. Mm. That whole thing. Um, but, like, nothing else happened until, like, the last 30 minutes. Like, that was probably the best part of the movie was the fucking ending when the actual uh, witch comes out and just starts fucking vaporizing everyone. Well, when they, re- yeah. when they reveal that Susie is actually the mother, not just yeah. some outsider that came in. Yeah, not just some American. Yeah. Uh, to touch on what you said, what you said, I really love the choreography, though. I thought that shit was that shit. Was I did nice. too. I loved the shit out of the choreography in this movie. I really did. It was like it was like aggressive, but yet it was very ballet at the same time. It was very graceful. I mean, I, I loved it. I really did. Even when they're butt naked at the end doing the fucking choreography, which was great because you had that badass choreography with titties bouncing all over the place. I mean, and they even had the 70s bush flowing, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There you go. What did you think, Christy? Did you even watch this movie? I did watch <laughs> the movie. Yes, I watched the movie. Great. The floor is yours. <laughs> I found it very boring. Um... I didn't. I didn't like it as much as the original one, and I didn't even really even like the original one. So there you go. <laughs> um, I like the choreography in it. You're right about that. The ending I thought was just very strange. Um, yeah, that's that's just a weird ass fucking movie, in my opinion. 
So you gotta love the scanner's vibe with all the heads blowing up and shit. Yeah. That's good. That was great. I wish there was more of Chloe in it. I like her as an actress. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm with you on that one. Um, but yeah, yeah, whatever. I won't watch it again. <laughs> one and done. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Sad to say, me, uh, me too. For the for the most part, I don't think I ever want to like go through this whole thing again. I, I think if I could recut it, I, I would have chopped like a fucking hour off of the thing. Yeah, I, uh, there, there was there was no need for it to be two and a half hours. You know, I, I feel like when I was watching this, I, I, the only like a movie just kept coming back into my head. And, like it wasn't even Suspiria; it was fucking Lar, uh, Lars von Trier, fucking uh, Antichrist, but William Defoe. Like, oh yeah, the, yeah. The way that was shot seemed like oh, like this movie was like we're gonna we're gonna take Suspiria and then we're gonna take Antichrist and then we're just gonna make some artsy fucking avant-garde shit. Like that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> so like, watching this movie, I was like, I felt like it just took a lot of elements from like that type of film. So I don't know. I was I was hopeful about it because I did uh, did like the cast with Dakota and then Chloe. I was like, oh, this this yeah. might not be a shit show. Yeah, and Tilda, because Tilda Swinton's a badass actress. Yeah, no, she, she was great. I loved her in it. She like uh, she like her, her she was like silent for most of it it felt like kind of like margaret white and carrie for me a little bit just like yeah. a thing about that except like less is more for her so yeah. I, I kind of dug it yeah, yeah. all right but, um, yeah. so we we had another question from our friend anissa um who's an avid listener for us she asked what qualities did the remake have that the original didn't um well based on my answer you already know so but that's just my opinion. Okay. Well, then I'll go. Anissa it is a uh, little more storytelling. There's a lot more story. Even though they could have condensed it to a lot shorter time period, there's more storytelling to it, to more, more backstory, which I think I'm the only person in this group that loves storytelling. Visit the Us fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that has to be my answer. The, the storytelling, and I also loved how they filmed this movie. I think it's I think it's equal to Argentio's, Argent, Argentio, Argento's style. Argentio, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> mamma mia. But it, <laughs> Give me a rolling rock. <laughs> like it's, de- it's definitely very different, but it's also, you can tell that he knew what he was doing when he was directing this film. With like the unique to where you could have the reflection of one of the actors in the mirror and them at the same time, and then going back and forth between the two actors talking while just that 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 solid angle was going on, and just like the the style of it, I don't know. I I I enjoyed it. I, but overall, my answer is uh, the storytelling of it. I like the storytelling better than I liked the original. Yeah, I mean, for me, the this remake, whatever you want to call it, like it wasn't riding Argento's dick. So I mean, like that, that for me, like I was just glad that they didn't like really try to fuck with the lighting. I was fucking, I, I was like, if they if they start ripping off the Suspiria lighting, I'm just gonna turn the fucking thing off. But uh, it had like its own identity, this remake, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So I mean, I, I thought it was okay. Yeah. Not as good as Argento, not nearly as good as Argento for me, but it was cool for what it was. 
Okay. I agree with Andrew and Farmer, like both what y'all are saying, matched into one. Probably how, how I feel about it, too. I feel like I understood this movie a little more than I did with the original. Um, I don't know why that is. I guess that it's storytelling. <laughs> um, hey, we get nudity with this one. We don't get nudity with the other one. Hey. Yeah, you love titties just as much as the rest of us. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that was more than just titties. I had to throw that in there. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it, really. No, that's your answer because this movie had titties. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> right, you, you know, I'll give them the blood and gore because the original didn't really have much. Um, the, this one kind of went all out, even though it was somewhat mediocre CGI gore at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did like pump up the volume with the gore. So uh, I'll give them that. They did good with that. There we go, the fucking Christian Slater again. Pump up the volume. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was just laughing. I was like, Let's pump up the volume again. <laughs> All right, here we go. Suspiria 2018 ranking system. Going to you first, Christy. Uh, five. Hey. Um, 6.5. Wow. Well, that's pretty lenient. No, I almost wanted to give it a seven, honestly, but I I lowered it down to six point five after this conversation. Doctor Strang, um, I, I give it a four. It just didn't do it for me. All right, and uh, I'll top this off with a a five. It gets a five. Wow. Yep. Nice. So, so we're all kind of in that mid range, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like nobody yeah, I mean, hated either movie or loved either movie. Well, I mean, I, obviously there was a love for. Yeah. Know. You know, I, I, honestly, I think if the remake was shorter, I probably would have liked it more. But it took a long time to get it started, and then when it did get it started, it like yeah, they could have condensed it a lot. It was two and a half hours long. They should have chopped the fucking hour off the movie and then condensed it. And I think we, I think we would have appreciated it more. Yeah, like I think it could have been solid as like an hour and a half movie. Right. Yeah. I was bored at the beginning of it, and then I kind of lost interest. Even though I finished the movie, but I lost interest in it. Well, so. Director Luciano, you were new Argento, but uh, did all right, kid. Better luck next time. Um, well, he he obviously has skill in directing. Just let's see what else he does after this. You know? Like, let's not I'm, completely I'm say, the... "Hey, he's a director." Like, we're not going to watch it. Let's be like, "Oh, well, he you know, he he's heading in the right direction." How about that? I was say, has he done anything else? I have no idea. I didn't look it up. <laughs> I think so. I think he did something else that got that scored him the remake of this but i'm not sure don't hold that against me all right fair enough uh, um so with, with the being witches you would think there would be people watching it around halloween time either or um and we actually had a question come in from our friend happy halloween halloween happy halloween happy yeah my bad it's a long day <laughs> i'm sorry sam <laughs> 
Um, she she asked, "What's the most creative costume for Halloween we've ever had in our life?" <laughs> that we've done personally. That we've done personally. Oh, not that our mother did us. It, it doesn't matter. It's just the most creative one. Mine's not okay. really creative, but okay. it doesn't goes. matter what your costume was. So I got a good one for the end. I don't want to go first though. Because it's very offensive. <laughs> um, let's see. My most creative, I think. Um, we did a Halloween party um, at the club a couple years ago, and it was zombie themed. And me and Philip were like husband and wife zombies. And we had um, a friend of ours that does makeup. He did our makeup for us and everything. And I think we looked really, really good. I think that's probably the most creative one I've done. I was wearing like a 50s little start dress and all that stuff had blood on it. And so that was a lot of fun. I'd say that. <laughs> that's my answer. Well, that's cool. Uh, Brian? Um, if people haven't figured it out by now, we're huge wrestling fans. So, many moons ago, I ooh, went ooh. as the best in the world, CM Punk. <laughs> liar. Oh, really? I did. What? Uh, why are you calling me a liar? <laughs> no, I'm not calling you a liar. He's interested. I'm just saying liar isn't best in the world. Yeah, Fuck that yeah. guy. For the time, he was the best in the world. He was never the best in the world. D- don't be salty because he left. <laughs> I've moved on. You need to move I'm glad on, he too. Left. I mean, just because you're a Shane McMahon fan. Oh, yeah, here comes the money, baby. <laughs> money, money, money. Um, <laughs> I don't really have one that was, like, most creative. I think when I was 15, I dressed up as Tommy Dreamer. There you go. <laughs> Some more wrestling. Did you have the kiddo yeah. stick? No, no, I, I, uh, I, like, I painted, like, a fucking black OT on my face and everything, and, like, I got an ECW shirt made because I didn't know how to order one when I was, like, 15, so... <laughs> Okay, um, my turn. Uh, so, I have a feeling. Uh, I have a guess. Uh, some in the community have heard this story before. Blackface. Um, uh, <laughs> hold on. That doesn't include. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on. So, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. So my mom is not racist whatsoever. She you don't was, say. She, she was just huge... She was one of those avid followers of the O.J. Simpson trial uh-huh. back when I was in fourth grade. Okay. So my mom thought it'd be a great idea because my mom's also a huge Buffalo Bills fan, too. So she had a Buffalo Bills uh, O.J. Simpson jersey that she put on me. She found a glove that didn't fit to put on me. And she straight up gave me blackface right before our fourth grade elementary school parade. <laughs> you racist <laughs> bastard. Yeah. Um, I, 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 for some reason, because, you, you know, there's always those moments in your life that you never forget, no matter how old or young you were. I remember my mom painting my face black, and across the room, my teacher was sitting there with her fucking jaw dropped. And I was like, why is she so upset? <laughs> but the school never stopped it or anything like that because this was 
mid nineties, early mid nineties. So it's not as sensitive as it is now. And yeah, my mom straight up painted my face black, gave me a glove that didn't fit, gave me a bloody knife, gave me OJ Simpson uh, jersey, and I paraded around the whole school like that. And then I went trick or treating like that. Then I went to the local movie theater that was showing uh, like kid friendly horror movies. And the newspaper, the local newspaper guy was about to take a picture of me. He's like, and then he stopped. He's like, um, yeah, I don't know if people would actually like this. He's like, it's very creative, but I don't know if I should put this in the paper. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, why, why, why? Because is, is the glove too big? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that's going on. But yeah, my mom straight up put me in blackface and dressed me up as O.J. Simpson in fourth grade. <laughs> okay, so for those that want to give face shit now, you can find them on Andrew Fay all day on Instagram. Yeah. Or you can find him at 100 Acre Wood, uh, El Toledo, Wichita. <laughs> That's where you can find him. Do you have pictures of this? <laughs> I've, I'm still constantly digging. Like, uh, like my grandparents recently passed away the last like year or two, and they have boxes of like old videos and old pictures and stuff like that. We're still going through it. I'm hopeful to find it so I can prove this, but I swear to you. This actually happened, and it has nothing to do with racism whatsoever. It's just my mom, what? Because my mom was one of those. He's not guilty, so she wanted to pray me around like he's not guilty. Because the That's right, power to the man, fit. you know. The glove didn't fit, and all that shit. So, That's right, you were you were like a young black panther. <laughs> Apparently, not, and like I was in fourth grade, so I didn't know any better. I thought it was funny too because everybody was talking about O.J. Simpson during that that time. So I, I, I rolled with it. Dear before I was Elvis, because my aunt is a, as an actress herself. She's done a lot of theatrical stuff. So, and she's a very creative costume. So I was uh, Elvis the year before for my grandma. The year after I was Hulk Hogan, where she put a bald cap and put the hair around the head and put the towel underneath my sleeves to make me look buff. I, I had a very fun Halloween growing up thanks to my aunt. But unfortunately, my mom had the idea of uh, putting blackface on me <laughs> and, and sending me out to the world. And nobody ever got offended. But you can, uh, but recollecting re- the, the looks, I can tell that there were some people like, oh my God. <laughs> See, that's, that's, that's my best talent costume was O.J. Simpson in fourth grade. <laughs> Well, that concludes our episode. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, th- thank you, Halloween Happy, for having us become a race for now. Um, yeah. Uh, it's time to call fucking Al Sharp. OJ Simpson. That was a long time ago. If you have an issue with it, that was fucking 93, 94, something like that. No. Yeah. Don't get mad about it. It was funny. Think about it. A little fourth grader running around with blackface. A little white Irish kid running around with blackface. That's funny. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Danger, stop. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that then, now uh, it's horrible. Now it's horrible. Uh, we, we thank our brothers at Three Guys at Whore uh, for sending in a question to us. She could 
follow them pretty much on any social media um, and listen to their podcast on any major platform. Yeah. Uh, we thank Anissa for sending in her question and again, thank you, Halloween happy for Halloween happy trouble. I appreciate yes. that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And to save the best thanks for last, thank you, Rock and Chuck. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes, thank you, Rock and Chuck. You don't Chuck. know what you got yourself into, but thank you. We promise Faye will not be there. I won't be there. Definitely not, not sure like Faye. This is his fourth, his fourth grade costume, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that'll never happen ever again. <laughs> Dude. So yeah, so uh, next week we will uh, finally be doing our uh, friendly family horror. Yes, yes. And one of us won't be there. I'll leave it up to you guys to guess who. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll be in Indianapolis at Days of the Dead. If anybody's there, come say hi to me, please. Yes, so we will have our uh, honorary outsider returning. Right? Yeah, Queen Cujo. Queen Cujo is returning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Sometimes, you know, when, when the cat's away, you know, the bitches come out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how the saying goes, but whatever. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? I'm an outsider.